0: Yo, I'm building my own dream, all because y'all said I couldn't. Two for the team, we getting off of the block. I see an aiming at me, telling them get off of my jack. I'm gone blackout, I'm gone blackout, I'm gone blackout. Give me my ish, I'm back now. Welcome to another episode of the How to Build Your Own Dream Podcast. I am Erin Knight co-founder and president of Build Your Own Dreams.
1: Y'all, I'm Brandon Boom, co-founder and VP. And what's good, y'all? As you can see... We're in Austin. Yeah, back in Austin. You actually left in between episodes, Mm -hmm. and then you're back.
0: That was only like 10 (laughs) days ago, huh? Yeah. I've been to like 30 (laughs) cities since then. That joint is wild.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Yeah, you back in Texas. What's yeah. up?
0: So, I'm in Texas because I uh we we went to Sneaker Con. So, well, we did more than that. So, first I came back to I left. We I came back to Austin because our artist No Big Deal had we were throwing pop-up shops for him. So, he's on tour right now. Um respectfully the tour is not paying him as much as we would want him to be paid so as his managers we figured out a way to one um, develop more community help him go deeper with his fans but also to make money so we did pop-up shops he just launched my demons are looking depressed um mdld uh pop-up or merch so we're doing merch around that so um he's selling several shirts and designs um and then with the pop up we played exclusive unreleased music so um yeah the fans our goal was 25 fans we've been averaging 40 fans so we did austin we did dallas now we're going to jacksonville we're meeting in really intimate studios they get to come buy shop his merch Listen to music and then at the end he does q and A Q&A, and he takes pictures with everybody. So it's a really quick, like one and a half hour experience. But they've been going up and people are really loving what we had, what they, what he had to offer. So that's the first reason I'm in Texas.
1: Yeah, and then of course we're still on a Dream Tour.
0: Dream Tour. You
1: know what I'm saying? We we had SneakerCon in Dallas. Um, I actually our first SneakerCon event. Yeah. Um, I saw another brand. Honestly, I didn't even know they had vendors like that. I thought it was just straight sneakers. But one of the brands from um, Black on the Block, I saw that they was at SneakerCon, and I reached out to them to see how it was, and they was like, it was amazing. So I dove in on SneakerCon, see what cities they was in. Uh, I reached out that they was in Dallas, did the whole vendor application, boom, we in there. So we was in Dallas. It was a two-day event. Um... So we also had Matt in town, which is our marketing director.
0: Shout out to Matt. You
1: know what I'm saying? So we had to kill two birds in one stone. Matt was handling the pop-ups. We was at StinkerCon holding it down. And it was a dope event, man. It's, I definitely want to hit up some more StinkerCons next year. Um, The experience was great. The, um... We sold okay, you know what I'm saying? Not superb, not great, but yeah, still it, better it, than... it
0: wasn't bad, especially for the cost that we spent. Facts. It was a two-day event, so day one was pretty, pretty not good, to be honest. Day one was good? Nah, yeah, sales-wise. Sales-wise, oh, it wasn't. Yeah. But day two, we tripled day one sales. So we left with, like, honestly, if it was a one-day event, that would have been great, but we, pray, we paid the price for a two-day event. We paid the price of a one-day event for two days of vending. So, Basically, yeah. But the benefits, y'all know y'all are always going to get benefits. The benefits were so incredible going to sneak. Like, absolutely. Every time we go to an event, I feel like our business model changes slightly. Yeah. We develop more a ton of relationships, and then we grow mentally. And so I'll just go over a couple of things that came from that. We met um, uh, a street worker... Well, really, a sneaker store owner from Sioux Falls, uh, which is in North or South Dakota, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah nowhere it's this young dude him and his friends own a sneaker store so we started talking he bought one of the shirts and then me and him have been talking on instagram we're going to start doing byod pop-ups in sioux falls and hopefully what our goal would be to go out there do a pop-up do a little concert a block party with our artists so we'd sell our shirts and just kind of kill several birds with one stone he was super cool has a really dope space so that opens up more opportunity for us um we were day one right beside uh, one of the one of three women who were selling at That's SneakerCon. Right, yeah. I was one of three women <laughs> selling. Now, there were some women who had booths for like the chick who had the nonprofit, but selling things at SneakerCon. There are only three booths run by women. Um, and so the chick beside us is from Houston. I don't even remember her name. Yeah,
1: or the store name, but shout out. Shout out homegirl from Houston. (laughs) The thing is, y'all are going to see her in the future
0: because we're going to start doing work with her. I have her number. We've been texting. I just don't know her name. I got to text her and ask her that. But she is one of the few. She owns a sneaker resale store in Houston. But how she came up, her story is so unique. People just liked her, so they started inviting her out to clubs. So she said her whole business, at first, before she had a store, she was selling in clubs at night, and she said people were just buying her shoes. That's
1: so fire.
0: It led to her having enough money to now purchase a shop in Houston. Like, that's major, major. So she has her own shop in Houston. She's about to drop a sneaker ball this fall. So that was dope. And then I would say uh, one more thing, because we met a lot of really dope people. I think uh, you want to talk about the sneaker hedge fund?
1: Yo. So, I was walking around, came across this booth. Um, It was pretty empty. um, But I saw, like, they just had these postcards or flyers on the table. I was like, what? That, what is this? So, I saw talking to homie. He was like, yeah, um, the name of that company is Always Legit, and it's a sneaker heads fund. I was like, yo, what? I literally just stopped and was like, nah, <laughs> run that back. So, he explained it, but then I stopped him. I was like, you got to... Slow down, slow down, slow down. Like I'll ask a hella questions. Um so basically what it is, it's basically just like if you're familiar with investing in um portfolios and having somebody, an account manager that runs your portfolio, it's a similar concept before sneakers. So they have a minimum buy-in, you give them the the money, they buy the sneakers for you, um, they advise you when to hold it, how long to hold it, when to sell it, um, and then they actually sell it for you. And then you can even, you know, take out your profit or reinvest into another, I guess, fund. Yep. And then rebuy more sneakers.
0: So it's a um, sneaker fund that they're they're managing all of your assets. Facts. You literally just have to put in the money. And then they're going to tell you what shoes to buy with your money. And then they'll buy them, hold them, all that. It's right. fascinating.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like sneaker assignment, right? Or if you just resell on your own. but. For me uh, A person like me I don't have time To figure out What sneakers is what and... We tried
0: that Remember with the Pierre Moss Yeah We showed it though We did But I'm saying That whole process We thought was gonna be like Oh we gonna right, flip right, these right, And it's right. gonna be amazing But It's a process But again That's
1: only two pairs of shoes though To really You know what I'm saying To really start moving You need Like oh, What's old buddy inventory He had like 400 pairs of shoes
0: We met a kid from Prairie <laughs> View. You know He goes to college He's a sophomore Yeah He has an inventory Of 400 shoes
1: So I don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. Uh, I'd rather just get somebody my money, let them handle it, and give me my 20-30% profit. So basically, that's what it is. They're not even a year old. Um, and they say, I think they said they're managing around 800 k already. Um, but super dope, man. The um, the VP, he was black. Um, the owners, the co-founder, all right. But, I mean, the concept is amazing. Never heard anything like it. Um, super fire. So again, we... we Seeing that hint about that, we just start thinking that alone just was like, "Yo, that. So oh, opened ideas up a new dimension." That. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, and even some of the conversations SneakerCon was having, like they had different like panels and and uh, speakers come through throughout the days. And they was talking a lot about Web three, a lot about sneaker NFTs, like all of that. So,
0: yeah, the the hedge fund is backed by the blockchain. Yeah, so it's like the payments and distributions, disbursements, all of that. I don't know what type of crypto they use, but it's so that's why it's secured too, which is great. It's a secured hedge fund. Incredible.
1: Fire. So, yeah, amazing experience. Definitely, if you have a brand, uh, if you sell sneakers or have apparel or accessory brand, definitely look in the sneaker. It's definitely worth it. Um, they travel to like, what, 10, 12 cities a year. Um, so definitely look, check them out. And then I want to go back to um, and talk about their pop-ups. Like I want to talk about our mindset behind that and why we chose to do a pop-up while he's on tour. Um,
0: you want to get some thoughts on that? So uh, we're big on maximizing any opportunity that we have. Um, and the way that you maximize the opportunity is to go deeper and not wider. So if he's already on tour, he's already going to be in the city. How can we deepen the fan relationships? So for one, everybody, especially depending on who – it, the pr- In general, everybody doesn't know you're coming to a city, even Facts. if you promote it really well. Everybody doesn't know.
1: Speaking of that, there was actually a person at the Austin pop-up that didn't even you know, know he no, was multiple, on tour.
0: There was multiple, multiple people. people. at the Austin yeah. pop-up
1: that didn't even know Dale was on tour, so just throwing it out there.
0: Yeah, so you can, even if you promote a show well, um, everybody doesn't know. Big respect to the tour, but I would bet our promotion skills against almost anybody in any market at this Obviously, we're not touching like Ticketmaster or Live Nation, but if we're talking about independent promoters, we have the numbers, especially in big markets. Like between just invite-only me and you, we've done shows all over the world. But, yeah, so no shot to anybody, but we know we're phenomenal promoters. Looking at the way that ticket sales were going and knowing what Dill's numbers are, In some of his major markets, specifically Texas and Florida, we recognized that his fan base was not even going to truly be served solely by him being on this tour. And he's kind of lower on the totem pole as far as priority for the tour, too. So we wanted to give him an opportunity to also step out and be the main person with his fans. So that's the thought process. We want to deepen the fan relationships. We want to give Dill the opportunity to grow with them, but also to make up some of his revenue. And then we also, again, knew that there were going to be people who didn't know he was on tour. Um, That's the nature of promotion, but we figured there were going to be a lot of his core fans who didn't know he was on tour, and that's exactly what happened. So I'd say 50% of the people who came to the pop-up didn't even go to came who came to both pop-ups didn't even go to his concert that night they were they came either they didn't want to see the lineup or they hadn't heard about the show or they didn't have the money or they had another engagement to go to whatever it was this gave us the opportunity one to get them into our system cuz now we have their email phone number all of that but two it gave us the opportunity to engage with people who might have missed the show and we're running the pop-ups, so we get to monopolize that experience versus Dill being on tour is more of a cooperative experience. We have to defer to who the headliners are. We didn't didn't have anything to do with the tour, essentially, and this is something that we were like, we're going to run this, we're going to own it, and make sure that we're good to go.
1: Yep, and on top of that, as community builders, uh, we always try to look for ways to implement that foundation of community building. Um, Our whole thing is too is um taking core fans and turning them super fans. So making moments, defining moments. Um so this is something that those fans gonna remember forever because it's only in select cities. Um he had exclusive merch that you can only get at the pop up. So right now we, we may add a few couple more cities, but right now it's only three cities out of the whole what, twelve city yeah. tour. So it's like those fans is gonna remember they gonna they posted about it. We got content so we're going to have recap videos from each city, all of that. So when other fans see that, that wasn't able to attend, it's like, it's Now FOMO, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's cultivating the experience. The
0: demand, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I think it was super, super smart. I know we was having um, pushback.
0: It was super smart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the no, idea facts, is, facts, come facts. on now, who... Who's doing that? What artist is, nevermind, nah, I ain't gonna yeah. go there. You know uh, what I'm saying? And,
0: and respectfully, again, to Dill, this is just, we're teaching lessons. He was very nervous. He didn't want to spend the money because, you know, we, we, we have to book the venues. Um, Matt had to fly out to run everything because, again, we were at the Austin date because we were here, but sneaker con was going on and we were focused on that, just making sure we were selling and stuff. So he had to fly Matt in. We had to get a rental because we were, it was a ton of merch and different, things you know so there's some cost involved and then as soon as I leave tomorrow I leave at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning I'm flying to Jacksonville Matt's flying out tonight and then driving down to Jackson you know so it's like there's cost involved and so he was nervous like is this going to be worth it for us worth it is uh money is in the spectrum I won't say it's not but money is maybe the third or fourth thing down on our list of is this going to be successful which is why again we went to Black on the Block and took an L money-wise, but we learned a lot. Facts. And then SneakerCon, I don't think we even broke even. We didn't We didn't take a huge L, but SneakerCon, we broke even? Yeah. Okay, so we broke even on SneakerCon, great. But I'm just saying because it was more people. But anyways, SneakerCon, that was a situation to where we've had events where we've sold 60, 70 shirts and killed. This was a I guess we sold about 40 shirts and we're selling the shirts to send people to therapy. So it's like the cost as well is it's not like we're pulling a bunch of profit from the shirts. It's like we're just covering the cost of the events and then sending people to therapy. So for us, with all of this, our thought process is does this build community? We're we're community. We're an ecosystem that focuses on building community, and from building community, that's how all this all this other stuff happens. We just happen to be in the music industry. Yeah. So, will it build community? Um, is there a way that we can grow or learn and expand our brand? And then after that, does it make money? You know, and then there's other things after that. So with Dill, we were trying to be like, it's not about the money. It's about will this build community? can you learn and grow from this situation and then will you break even not even make money um we were just saying because here's the thing if 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 300 more people or 200 more people now have a shirt from him then his brand is getting is that put out game? there, it's it's a free billboard,
1: and you invest it into your community.
0: Yeah, and now they feel like they've been given an experience. They don't feel like you were because a lot of artists, a lot of people, a lot of brands just ask their community for stuff. Uh, Why well, I, I gave you here? Here's a shirt, buy it. Here's right. a song, buy it. That's not giving. That's your. You're asking them to support your business. When you go and you create an experience and create a world that they can walk into and you say, hey, we're going to bring you in this studio. You're going to come sit in the studio and hang out with us. We're going to take pictures and do a Q&A and you can buy merch. Now it's like you gave me all of this stuff. Of course, I want to buy your merchandise. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that was the mindset behind the pop ups. Um we still on a Dream Tour. I think we got possibly, what, one or two more dates as yeah, of now. Yeah,
0: Tallahassee, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, well, we had, <laughs> we were supposed to have um, uh,
0: a date tomorrow, yeah. yeah but they Atlanta. just canceled
1: this morning, and they may us waste money because we had to ship merch, but we're not going to discuss that. That's
0: fine. Shout out to Maya. <laughs> Facts. Thank you so much for being willing um, to sell So, yeah, us. we
1: still on the Dream Tour. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a few more dates. We got Alpha in November. Uh, oh yeah, we are gonna pop up. We're gonna be selling some merch at one of our the events there. So. More dates coming um, if
0: you are watching this before e- whether it's before the end of the year or next year buy a shirt yeah, our support. shirts send creatives to therapy yeah. we're right now on the dream tour to sell a thousand shirts a thousand shirts will send 10 people to therapy for t- uh, 10 people to therapy for 10 sessions this is real like this isn't this is us making a difference in people's lives we currently have two people in therapy right now we had four people this year we're trying to send 10 more so let's like black creators in. Need to have mental wellness, and we want to be a part of that. So shout out to everybody who's supported. We're at like almost two hundred shirts right now. Yep. That means we have eight hundred shirts to sell before the end hey, of the tap year. Tap in.
1: Shopbyod.com. So shop.
0: Shopbyod.com. Come support.
1: Yeah, and like, share, comment. Um, if y'all have questions, hit it up. Um, yeah, I think think we Gucci, huh?
0: Go build your own dreams.
1: Peace.